Welcome back to the LU Moment, where we showcase all the great events, activities, programs, and people here at Lamar University. I'm Shelby Rodriguez, your newly named public affairs manager here at LU, and you know it, I am back to host this week's episode of the LU Moment. All right, guys, we have some huge news for the College of Engineering. The College of Engineering has recently been named the number one spot in the state of Texas and number third in the country for 20-year net income for our engineering graduates. So what that means is with these new rankings, according to payscale.com, LU surpasses other and larger institutions in the country, such as Stanford University, Rice University, and MIT. So our graduates essentially earn more, number one in the state and third in the country. So that is huge news. Congratulations to the College of Engineering. I know Dean uh, Brian Craig is super proud of our graduates. And, you know, that engineering degree, it's just the gift that keeps on giving. We love that. All right, calling all future Cardinals, and that's all high school seniors and juniors. We want to invite you to Cardinal Boo, a spooktacular open house event on Sunday, October 30th from 9 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. Listen, guys, this is a chance for you to wear your Halloween costume, interact with current LU students. You can tour campus, meet representatives from five academic colleges here on campus, and it's really just a great opportunity to get a bird's eye view of life here at LU. And so, you know, we want you guys to come on out, have a great time. You have an opportunity to uh, speak with student organizations and just kind of picture yourself here, right? And you can register for that event at lamar.edu forward slash Cardinal View. Um, there may be a few faculty here. There may be, be a few deans here that you can kind of meet and get an inside view and get those questions answered. You'll have a chance to talk to financial aid and a few academic advisors. So it's a great time. You can tour our beautiful campus. So again, that website is lamar.edu forward slash Cardinal View. Go ahead and get registered now. And we hope to see you there. Now, listen, we are about a month away from LU homecoming, and it is going to be a Cardinal Palooza. We are super excited. This is a great time for alumni to come back out to Lamar University. Come on back out to the nest. Come on back out to campus and get reconnected with some of your old peers, some of your old faculty members, students. We want you guys to come on out on campus and show that Cardinal pride. And there's something for everyone. We have some community events as well. So alumni, you'll have a chance, and the community, you'll have a chance to attend that classic car show that we have classic and antique car show that we have every year that's going to be on saturday from 10 a.m to 3 p.m we'll have a homecoming fan fest there'll be alumni pregame party so just a great opportunity alumni for you guys to go ahead and get connected community members on friday there'll be that bonfire and pep rally so you can get hyped up and uh, show some cardinal pride with us get amped up for that game on saturday and you can also attend that classic and antique car show tailgating um homecoming fan fest it is going to be great the dishman art museum will also be open that julie speed exhibit it's still there so you'll have a chance to check that out from noon to four the uh, showcase of southeast texas they are going to have a pre-game show so this is this is going to be great guys again we want to see you all come on out get your red on and get that cardinal pride rolling this is a great time to like i said to reconnect and just kind of help us kick off homecoming in a big way cardinal palooza that's november 13th don't miss it we have one event coming up first, though, on Thursday, October 21st at 5.30 p.m. We are going to have Lamar alum, Scott Milligan. He's going to discuss his work with NASA. And uh, who's hosting that event? The Center for History and Culture. And so I have Brian Gillis here. He's the assistant professor of history. And he's also the assistant director of history and culture. And so he's going to tell us a little bit about that event and uh, some future events coming up. Brendan, thank you so much for joining me. Sure, Shelby. Thanks so much for having us. 
Um, first off, we are really excited about this uh, event coming up next week. Yes. Um, so uh, the Center for History and Culture serves two basic functions here on campus. Uh, mm-hmm. First off, we're, we're located on campus. We're part of Lamar University, part yeah. of the College of Arts and Sciences. Um, and we use our resources and our platform to help artists, authors, academics, and all of the people who uh, who are part of the history and culture of our region. Right. Um, we help support them in telling the stories I that make that. our region so unique. Um, the yeah. stories about the environment, about the people, about the food, yeah. about the culture, about the music, about mm-hmm. the art. Um, there's so much about Southeast Texas and the Gulf Coast region that is that's wonderful, unique, yeah. very different. And um, on top of that, uh, we like to help share uh, some of this knowledge that's out there, some of these yeah. wonderful stories with the public at large. Yeah. Um, so in addition to uh, our support of ongoing active research, mm-hmm. we generally host about three or four public programs every semester. Okay. And uh, the next one, as you mentioned, features Lamar alum Scott Milliken. Um, yes. I had the opportunity to... Uh, chat with Scott for the first time around the anniversary, the 50th anniversary of the moon landing back in 2019. Oh, Um, perfect. I was doing some digging just Mm -hmm. to explore the various different Lamar alumni, and there were Mm -hmm. a lot um, who were part of making this incredible achievement possible. Yeah, yeah. And Scott's story immediately rose to the surface. Yeah. He played a really fascinating role at NASA in the heady days where they're trying to figure out, you know, with duct tape and a lot of engineering, how right. to put people on the moon. Yes. Um, so uh, probably the most interesting aspect of his job was as astronaut instructor for on the moon activities. Yeah. He trained every single one of the Apollo astronauts um, for everything they did on the surface of the moon. So he worked That's with uh, Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin and Fred Hayes mm-hmm. and, and Mm-hmm. A long laundry list of of really interesting people who did incredible stuff. Yeah. Um, so uh, one of the reasons we wanted to welcome Scott back to campus um, mm-hmm. is we wanted him to be able to share his story with our our students. Right. You, you mentioned um, the remarkable track record of our College of Engineering in terms of placing students in great careers. Yes. Uh, this is true of Lamar right back to the beginning of its engineering program. Within a decade of first offering engineering classes, they were placing engineering graduates at Boeing, at NASA, mm-hmm. at all these, you know, huge companies. Yeah. Uh, and the strength of a Lamar degree was enough to get someone in the door. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and so it took someone like Scott Milliken, who, as he'll admit, was just an average kid from Houston. Yeah. Um, he ended up at Lamar just because I think he said one of his friends was coming here and he didn't know what he wanted to do with his life. Yeah. He ended up in an industrial engineering class. It changed his life. He mm-hmm. became an industrial engineering major. And within a few years, he was training astronauts to walk on the moon. Wow, that is huge. That's huge. And so what do you think the audience can expect from um, next week's sort of presentation with Scott? Well, he has a lot of stories. Um, So uh, he'll give us the basic outline of his career um, Mm -hmm. from Lamar uh, to Boeing first, then through NASA, where he worked Mm -hmm. for the entire Apollo program. And now um, he is the founder and CEO of his own aerospace company in the Netherlands, working with the European Space Agency. So he, he will be able to tell us what's been happening in the last 
50 plus years yeah. of aerospace. Um, but uh, even just in conversations with him, you know, he has, he was in the room where all of these incredible things were happening. Yeah. Um, you know, he worked on the Apollo 11 mission that put people on the moon. He was also, he was supposed to be um, the director of on the moon activities he he was the book director for the lunar surface checklist on apollo mm -hmm. 13 um he was the man in charge of everything apollo 13 was supposed to do on the moon now yeah. if you've seen the ron howard film about apollo 13 yeah they yeah. didn't make it there was a disaster on the way so yeah, he was yeah. there when they saved this group of astronauts oh, wow. um but uh you know he he is just a wealth of information about you know, an incredibly important period in American history and the history of the yeah, world. Yeah, yeah. And um, one of the, the, while he's on campus, we're also, we've arranged for him to meet with some of our current students. Um, oh, I love so that. they can pick his brain about um, his experiences out in industry. I love that. That's huge. And it seems like that engineering degree is still carrying him um, all these years later. So that's a great opportunity for engineering students to really pick his brain and um, see where his thought process has been all these years and how he ended up where he is. So I really love that. Um, guys, and again, be sure to check that out. That's going to be October 21st next week at 5.30 p.m. Um, and that's going to be live at what? Lamar.edu forward slash history and culture. Yes. Yeah. And um, it, the event itself is also free and open to the public. If you'd like to attend in person, um, it'll be in the Science Auditorium on campus at 5.30 okay. p.m., um, okay. but also streaming online. Also streaming online. All right, we love that. I'm excited. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, well, um, we'll we've been promoting that on Facebook, and so I'm really hoping that the audience has a chance to kind of tune in and come on out because that's a big, huge, um, that's a big, huge presentation there. All right, so Brendan, what else can we look forward to from the Center for History and Culture? I know you guys are um, notorious for hosting Mushroom Day. Can't forget about yeah, Mushroom yeah. Day. So, what other events can we look forward to this fall or next spring? Um, so uh, I'll start with with our next event, which is coming up really soon on Thursday, November 4th. Uh, we're launching a new collaboration between the Center for History and Culture at Lamar and the McFadden Ward House Museum in uh, downtown Beaumont on, on Calder. Mm -hmm. um, one of our research fellows... Um, we, we, we offer um, a number of uh, fellowships every year to support people actively doing research on the, the history of our region or the culture of our region. Yeah. Um, one of our fellows, Laura Cochran, is Associate Professor of Art History at Middle Tennessee State University, mm -hmm. and she has been looking into the significance of the art and architecture of Temple Emanuel, mm -hmm. um, Beaumont's very own synagogue. Um, so she's going to give a talk about what she's found. Right. Um, and uh, that will be at the visitor center in the McFadden Ward House at 5.30 p.m. Um, okay. And uh, she'll also be leading some public tours of Temple Emanuel uh, the next day uh, mm -hmm. between 11 in the morning and 2 in the afternoon. Um, so we're, we're really excited because this takes cutting edge research in art history yeah. and um, and brings it out into the community. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so uh, you'll, you'll, you'll see um, if you follow us on Facebook or pay attention to our events on um, online, um, a lot of our programs now involve people whose research we funded. Um, mm -hmm, so we have, mm -hmm. we have another fellow um, who will be um, here in January working with students um, and also giving a public program. Um, his research is 
sort of comparing um, deindustrialization in the uh, petrochemical industry oh, wow. to um, what we see in the Rust Belt, uh, you know, with with the auto industry, right. um, how each of these different processes have affected the communities right, um, right. that that they're part of. Um, so that's uh, Mr. Eric Rhodes. He'll be coming in January. Okay, that's exciting. Um, you know what? I want to go back to something you said earlier. You said that you guys tell the story of um, history here in Southeast Texas, and I love that because it's kind of, you know, I work in marketing here at Lamar University, and that's kind of our theme. You know, we love to tell the story of things happening on Lamar University's campus and of our alumni and, um, you know, our stakeholders. So we love that you guys tell the story, and I love that it's not just one specific thing. It's not just art. It's not just history. It's everything. So the entire Southeast Texas. So I appreciate you guys for that. So what else can we look forward to for the um, spring semester? Anything else we should know about? Uh, yeah. Um, so I'm I'm hoping to arrange for Lisa Sandlin, um, mm-hmm. an award-winning uh, mystery author. She's um, a novelist who has a series set in Beaumont in the 1970s oh, wow. of uh, sort of neo-noir murder mysteries. Oh. Um, and uh, she has been uh, a guest with us for a panel that we put on about noir in Southeast Texas mm-hmm. a couple of years ago. Um, but we, we helped to support her work on her latest novel, which is, um, which is set to come out in the next year. So um, I'm oh, hoping wow. we'll be able to bring her to town in, in spring. If not, um, she'll be here in the fall. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we're also putting on a, our very first research symposium mm-hmm. on the histories of slavery, abolition, and emancipation okay. in Southeast Texas, yeah. um, looking at how um, slavery and the end of slavery played out very specifically in in our corner of the world. Um, yeah. You know, the history of slavery is is certainly a very rich topic that's produced mm-hmm. a lot of scholarship. Um, but we want to encourage people to pay attention um, to some of the unique dynamics that played out here, especially considering. Texas was independent, and it was a it was a hotbed for smuggling yeah. um, in the early 1800s, and um, and then uh, there were also black cowboys free and yes. enslaved yes. Um, across this region. Um, so there's there's lots and lots of stories um, that we're going to gather together and hopefully publish as a new issue of the. Um, regional history journal Mm -hmm. that's uh, based out of our history department here at Lamar. I love that. So you guys are going to keep on telling that story. Absolutely. (laughs) I love that. Thank you so much, Brenda, for joining me today. Well, thank you. All right, guys, that's a wrap here with uh, Brendan Gillis, again, Associate Director of the Center for History and Culture. Guys, be sure to tune into the next episode of the OU Moment. You can listen to past episodes on Spotify and uh, also our iHeartRadio stations. As always, be sure to follow us on social media. You know their username. Just search Lamar University. Again, this is Shelby Rodriguez, Public Affairs Manager here at Lamar University, and I'm signing off for now.